Good morning. I'm Earl Stewart. I welcome you to Earl Stewart on Cars, a live talk show all about how to buy, lease, maintain, or repair your car without being ripped off by a car dealer. With me in the studio is Nancy Stewart, my wife, co-host, and a strong consumer advocate, especially for our female listeners. We also have Rick Kearney, an expert on how to keep your car running right. I dare you to ask a question that Rick can't answer about the mechanics or electronics of your car. Also with us is my son, Stu Stewart, our link to cyberspace through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. Stu is also the Spymaster Director of our Mystery Shopping Report. He dispatches our secret shopper weekly to an unsuspecting South Florida dealership. And now, on with the show. Good morning, everybody. Here we are, your auto defense crew. We're here to defend you against the evil car dealers of the world. And uh, we've been doing it for a long time. We've got some regular listeners out there and watchers because we're streaming also. And uh, we were just talking before the show about how much we enjoy the show. And we've, we've seen our ratings grow and, uh, uh, in terms of number of viewers and watchers. And it's really getting impressive. I mean, we're all over the country and, and even the world. We could go as far as India and Australia and some other places you wouldn't expect. But... Uh, uh, we're feeling a little, what's the word, uh, Rick said, uh, you know, it's kind of uh, humbling to think that people are listening to us and depending on us. And um, so many folks out there are regular listeners. I mean, it's like every week. And uh, it makes us feel an obligation uh, to give you what you tuned in for or what you're watching for. And we're going to try real hard. We love to have your calls, first of all. And... Um, I should really turn it around and give you the credit for what we do because your calls make the show interesting. You know, when you when you when you tune in a show, whether it's on television or radio or Facebook or whatever you're watching, streaming, and somebody just yaks and yaks and yaks like I am right now, that's not too interesting. But when you hear people ask a question that you had on your mind, and that's what happens with the show. People will ask a question that you've been thinking about mulling over for some time, and there it is, and there's the answer. So, if you could write this number down, because you won't have a question probably right now, if you do, we'll answer it. But that number is 877-960-9960, And sitting right next to me, Nancy Stewart, my co-host, she has a laptop. Right here, I can kind of see the screen. And when the calls come through, Jeremy in the control room shoots it through to the laptop, and then she taps me on the shoulder, and whoever's talking, we stop and take her call. So we love your calls because you open up areas that we didn't know were important, and we try to address it. That number, again, is 877-960-9960. the good news is that the phones are working. Ah. So give us a call. They are working. And sometimes they don't work. We know that. And uh, if you don't like to call, then we have a text number, too. That text number is 772-497-6530. 772-497-6530. Uh, YouTube. YouTube is the big gun. I uh, snuck up on me. I mean, it shouldn't have because YouTube is really huge. And um, that's where we get most of our regulars and our new stuff. And, 
and we got Rick Kearney, who is uh, our certified diagnostic master technician. He monitors the YouTube channel, and that is youtube.com forward slash Earl on Cars. If you want to go to YouTube, just go to youtube.com forward slash Earl on Cars, and uh, you'll be talking to all of us, but Rick will see it first. And if you have a comment, criticism, suggestion, he'll wave. Uh, we'll give him the mic, and he'll tell you, uh, tell all of us what you had to say, and we'll, we'll discuss it. YouTube.com forward slash Earl on Cars. Facebook.com, we're there too. And uh, Stu, Stu Stewart uh, is monitoring that channel, Facebook. Trying to. Facebook.com forward slash Earl on Cars. He also watches the text, and I gave that number out earlier, 772 Four nine seven six five three zero. It's it's a very interesting time. I say this every week, and I just learned something else today. Automotive news that I didn't realize. I've been on this show talking about how cars last longer, and they do. And compared to the quality of cars thirty years ago, they're much better quality. But you know, quality is a, is a general term. And the fact of the matter is, in terms of complaints, cars are getting worse. And the reason is they're getting more complicated. And with the high tech being incorporated into all these new vehicles now, whether they're hybrids or electric vehicles or combustion engine, the high technology like Bluetooth uh, is creating a lot of complaints. There's an annual survey by JD Power and the quality in terms of complaints Per 100 cars of a particular year make model is worse than it's ever been. And there's some real surprises uh, in there when you look at who's best and who's worst. The, the, the worst decline in quality was Ford. Ford uh, plummeted in quality. And you say, well, that, that means that Fords are clunkers. They're not. They're good cars, but they're getting pretty complicated. And part of it is educating the customer. You know, customers complain not only because they, the Bluetooth doesn't work, but because they don't understand how to use the Bluetooth. A complaint is a complaint is a complaint, and JD Power picks that up. So um, beware if you haven't bought a new car, modern car, in a while. The cars are better. They're in terms of cost of repair, maintenance, and and these things. They're pretty good, but in terms of annoyance, I'll give I'll give you an example. Nancy and I have a Tesla and my windshield washer. I mean, that's not exactly a major problem, but it's broken twice. I haven't bring it, brought it back. I have to bring it back to the Tesla dealer, or Tesla actually, uh, and I just haven't got around to it. And it's annoying to me because when I get up in the morning, I got a dirty windshield and I can't clean it. I had to clean the windshield this morning. Every time that happens, I want you to think about Elon Musk just sitting back in his chair, yeah. smoking a cigar, laughing. Yeah, exactly. Lighting the cigar with a wad full of hundreds. Exactly. <laughs> so he probably uh, has somebody hired to clean his windshield. <laughs> like every time he stops at a red light, they hop out I of the trunk think, and I, I, clean I don't, it. I don't think so. Elon's not top. He's, no, a, he's he, not materialistic. He's a do-it-yourself type of guy. Yeah, he doesn't. Uh, he I didn't. He sleeps like in a in a shack, on a <laughs> on a cot. I think. Yeah. Well, to that, Stu, um, <laughs> Earl's very spoiled. With a blanket I made wash, of diamonds. You wash the windshield? I wash the Tesla. Oh, okay. The interior and the exterior. See, Rick, 
Earl's got one. He's someone who comes out and washes the windshield. He's very, he's very, very spoiled. Okay. This morning was difficult because it was a lot of condensation and it was difficult to see the road uh, because I uh, just decided I gave up that job. Uh, well, he deserves it. My, my wife has one of those. Huh? My wife has one of those. Oh, that's you. This People a, this, to take care of the car. This is a talk show, but not for us. Oh, sure it is. This is a talk show for callers. And I'm wondering, did you get that number? 877-960-9960. Please give us a call when you have a chance. 877-960-9960. Because the question you have on your mind is a question that hundreds of other people have. It just haven't got the time, or they don't think about it, or they forget, and they love it when you ask their question for them. So 877-960-9960. I'm going to turn the mic over to Nancy Stewart, uh, because she is uh, the only female in the room right now. Uh, she is single-handedly. I give her full credit for bringing the listening, watching audience of Earl on Cars up from practically zero to practically 50%. It's a parody. Yeah, parody. And we have almost uh, uh, as many callers, usually, by the female end of things than we do the male. And their calls are quite interesting. It's, it's so hot. Everyone's hmm? languishing. It's so hot outside. It's yeah, just languishing. Exactly. Mm. So uh, tell them about the special offer, Nancy. With a Good morning, everyone. Happy Saturday to you. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. You're very important to us. And uh, we have a special guest that will be coming in this morning. And uh, his name is Rampant. And he's a mixed breed. And uh, I believe he was picked up in uh, Miami. He was a stray. So he's going to uh, dazzle us with his presence. So you want to stay tuned for that. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, for the ladies, uh, we have... Uh, we have $50 for the first two new lady callers, and uh, you can uh, collect that $50 just by calling and saying hello, or maybe talking about a recent purchase that you made, or or uh, how long you're waiting uh, for that, you know, purchase that you made. Some are still waiting up to a year. It's been a difficult time still, and. Uh, you know, things are getting better. Another topic, uh, if you so wish to discuss, is artificial intelligence. You know, it doesn't seem like as if it was that long ago that we talked about electric vehicles, and here we are knee deep in them, and now we are in the artificial intelligence explosion. If you'd like to discuss that, please give us a call at 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Or you can, well, you can talk to us on youranonymousfeedback.com. And uh, for all of you who are not familiar with Earl's Confessions of a Recovering Car Dealer, uh, this ties in with Big Dog Ranch. And what you can do is you can go to Amazon or to Earl on Cars. Um, and uh, EarlOnCars.com, and you can purchase this book. Why is it so important? Because of all the great information in it, um, and the it's it's like something you put on a shelf and you can always refer to. But not only that, all proceeds, all proceeds for this book goes straight to Big Dog Ranch. So that book is, uh, you know, it's it's something to have and to hold. So recovering, the Confessions of a Recovering Car Dealer, 
uh, go to Amazon or, or on cars to uh, purchase that book. Now, back, I'll, we've got some calls, and I think I'm going to go to Lake Park and talk to Bob. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. Good morning. How is everybody today? Good. Thank you. Good. I wanted to talk about a couple of topics. Uh, one is uh, insur- car insurance, and the other is the test drive. Uh, I just read that Florida has the highest car insurance in the country, and the trend would be eventually uh, the average car insurance in the state of Florida will be $4,000 a year over time. And I was wondering if you could talk about that. I was able to find uh, a relatively good uh, quote from AAA of all people. Uh, uh, You had talked about AAA couple weeks ago and they actually they sell car insurance and they're very reasonable and then I also wanted to talk about the test drive Uh, you were talking about test drives and I was wondering when I usually will go for a test drive I'd like to take the car out on uh, the highway to see what the acceleration is so I can get on the highway and then also how quiet the car is when it's traveling at highway speeds I was wondering what you thought about that well, Bob, uh, you know your your observation on insurance in Florida is, is accurate. I'm not sure that it applies to auto insurance. Uh, I know it applies to property uh, uh, home insurance, and that has to do with hurricanes and also with the fact that we have so much coastal property, and and with this global warming phenomenon we're having with uh, rising water, sort of a thing. But uh, uh, it's a it's, it's really a uh, crisis uh, in terms of uh, home insurance, uh, building insurance. Uh, I, I don't know that uh, it uh, applies to, as a matter of fact, I was talking to uh, uh, my body shop manager the other day about that, and uh, he, he didn't seem to think that there were complaints from our customers about their premium. Um, I can well, see why. I, I had read- what what I had read was car insurance in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. Car insurance, car insurance, is, is the highest in, is the highest in the country. I didn't know that. I I was I'll certainly go back and double check. Uh, I can't speak to I, I can't speak as to why that would be true in Florida and not true in other areas. But I do know in general, car insurance uh, is higher now because of the cost of the materials being used for the cars. And uh, yes. the high-tech cars we have, normally a bumper was a bumper, right? You, right. you ran into something that protected the car. Now, high-tech electronics are embedded in the bumper. Sensors and uh, a bumper is many, many times more expensive today right. than it was 10 years ago. Right. So I these think, are the I think type of things. They, I think they also said something about the uh, high number of uninsured drivers. That are in Florida. Ah, uh, uh, bingo! I, I, I do recall that. Yeah, we do, we do. It's the it's an age thing, and uh, and I think in Florida we have an elder, more elderly population. Uh, a lot of people come to Florida to retire, and uh, older people just like to keep using their cars. And oftentimes, uh, their license comes up for renewal. And they say, I don't think I'm going to be able to pass the test, or maybe they try and they fail, but they don't. Uh, stop driving, and uh, when you stop and think about it, uh, 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 the odds against somebody being pulled over uh, are pretty slim, and so they feel, what the heck, if, I, if they catch me, I'll have a fine, 
if if I don't drive, I'm going to be very unhappy. Uh, I I know I would ask you how you feel about your car, Bob. If someone came and took your car from you and said you can't drive anymore, you'd be you'd be kind of depressed, wouldn't you? Yes, I had to do that with my father because of his. Uh, yeah. Uh, he couldn't remember how to get home anymore. Yeah. I had to take I had to take his keys. Yeah, and, and that, uh, that was tough on him, I'm sure. Yes, it was. It was a tough situation. What do you think about the test drive? When somebody takes a test drive, uh, you were talking about that I think a week ago or so. Yeah. And uh, your dealership is not anywhere near the highway. You're all the way down on US one. Mm -hmm. uh, if someone came in, they wanted to test drive the car up on I ninety five. You would let them take it. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, you know, yeah, we, absolutely. We we encourage uh, that, and uh, uh, it's important that you drive. I, I, the interesting thing, as I'm saying this, it's also impossible to do now because there aren't any cars to test drive, uh, and that's an exaggeration. But because of the uh, inventory shortage, it's it's very difficult for you to be able to drive that car that you would normally be able to drive in normal inventory situations. But uh, assuming just for this discussion uh, that you have that car, you certainly should drive it in the same conditions that you drive it uh Every day uh, on I-95, uh, in back roads, uh, rough roads, smooth roads, uh, the way you park the car, where you park the car. Uh, it's, it's amazing um, the things that you notice about a car when you're in it for 20 minutes or half an hour uh, that you wouldn't notice if you just took it around the block. So uh, if a car dealer tries to get, take you around the block and say, you just had a test drive, say no. In fact, we encourage uh, at our dealership uh, to take the car uh, for a whole day or yeah. even overnight yeah. and right. drive it in all those conditions that you would normally drive. Today, yeah, that's it's very, un that's very unusual. I don't, I don't think very many of the dealers would do that, do, we, do No, they? no, they, they don't. And to be honest, today uh, is very difficult. Uh, if you don't have any vehicles in stock or very few, the odds against the specific vehicle you want. In our situation, our dealership, most every car we sell uh, almost literally every car we sell is an ordered car. So the cars that we have on the ground are usually cars that were sold and they came in and they haven't been delivered uh, yet and we can't in good conscience take if your car came in, Bob, you wouldn't want us to take that car that came in and give it to a prospective customer on your car for a test drive. So we, we, we really can't offer test drives. We encourage people these has come up in the past. We say try rental companies, or just uh, you know uh, try to find if you have to go to a dealer you don't even want to buy from if they have the car and stop for a test drive. But it's very difficult to do today. Right now, could you go actually go rent the car somewhere and uh, try it out that way? I would yeah. go to a rental. I a would rental if I if I could find the model I wanted to drive, I would rent it. Yeah. It'd be worth a, a fifty bucks or whatever it cost me to drive the car for a full day and know I like it or know I don't like it. That's yeah, usually you can, you can pick out a rental by you know class. You want a midsize SUV or right. a, or a thing, and then you and then you call them say what kind of midsize SUVs you got out there and um, and pick the one you want to buy. But yeah, um, I've actually been kind of excited. We were talking about Subarus uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I rented a Subaru and fell in love with a Subaru. And well, we sell Toyotas, but that sucks. <laughs> Right. Well, I was uh, wondering, uh, uh, your your friend there that uh, ordered the Camry, uh, and then it came in, and he had an issue. Uh, he, I guess, he never test drove the car before he ordered it. 
Yeah, and, and he couldn't. Uh, and and, and he he, couldn't, he, right. if we had the vehicle, he would have done it. And that's another thing that we don't think about today. That's one of the difficulties. Um, every car is different. Even even if they don't have a model change or any any change, two cars coming off the assembly line, exact same year, make model. They're a little bit different the way they drive. Right. I mean, it's just cars are not you know rubber stamp. They're 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 assembled separately, and there's a little difference between one car and another. That's the reason you have lemons. I mean. You got about. You can have a great car uh, with great quality, but uh, one out of something, a thousand or ten thousand, you're going to have a, a problem, and they call that a lemon. Right. Well, it's very interesting. Bob. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you, Bob. Thank, Hope thank you, you have a nice weekend. Thank you, Bob, yes. and uh, thanks right. for bringing that uh, topic to the uh, the show about car insurance. And uh, you, you're right. Uh, Florida ranked as the second highest average car full car co- coverage and uh, New York in New York is the highest and uh, $4,769 a year wow okay uh, 877-960-9960 or you can text us at 772-497-6530 we are going to stay with the phones and we're going to talk to Rhonda who is a first-time caller welcome Rhonda hi good morning guys Good morning. morning. You won yourself $50 this morning, Rhonda. And if you'll stay on the line when we finish talking and talk to uh, Jeremy in our control room, he'll get your contact information and hand it to me. And I will give you that check by putting it in the mail and uh, getting it out to you ASAP. What can we do for you this morning? Well, thank you very much for the check. Um, My question is... um, I drive a 2005 Honda Accord EX. Um, I have put over 200,000 miles on it now, or it has over 200,000. And I've put um, over 100,000 myself. And um, I also want to say I can um, vouch for the insurance. I have paid probably 50% more insurance than my other family members. Mm-hmm. living in other states so it's pretty much it's a it's a serious um increase the other thing is in the next two years i'll be in the car market for a new car within five years five years old i i want a lexus for the reliability but w- what are some other choices Maybe in that cl- in the luxury class like Lexus. Um, well, I'd, I'd go it, if you have access to Consumer Reports. To, um, to, they would probably give you everything that's recommended in that class. But I can tell you, um, I don't know what model you're looking at, um, but you're looking in the right direction because I think we usually see a lot of Lexuses on the recommended list on Consumer Reports. Rick has something. The other brand I would look at is Acura. Acura is Honda, Honda's yeah. luxury brand. And Honda and Toyota are neck and neck in quality. And Lexus and Acura, neck and neck in quality. And in the, uh, shall we say, the the uh, the bells and whistles, the toys in the cars. But Acura also has a few more, shall we say, sportier options for a, um, shall we say, a younger mindset. Uh, Lexus is more of the... Mm, uh, older generations, uh, the 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 ones that are looking more for the, the soft creature comforts, 
and Acura can be more of the sportier, uh, a little more responsive performance type cars. And uh, Rhonda, uh, if you uh, can pick yourself up a uh, consumer report, uh, I can't tell you uh, how much uh, information that is in uh, the, uh, I'm going to say the May, June, and also the July edition, and uh, they they rate their cars, and uh, they're out there driving them, and uh, it, it's it's very thorough. So the information that uh, you you know are going to absorb from those uh, subscriptions. Uh, the magazines and you can even go to the library if, if you don't wish to purchase one uh, but it is a great way to go if you're going to purchase a vehicle and yep. i think Stu has something to add to that rhonda were you looking to get a uh, a same size car as the accord like a mid-size car i'm in the market for either an es350 or an ls460 okay oh the big uh the big one um, okay, so in full ultra luxury cars, oops, I'm sorry. Well, in that midsize range, um, Consumer Reports, the best one uh, as far as reliability that's going to last forever is the uh, 2023 Lexus ES Hybrid. Um, and by the way, Lexus and Toyota are going that way anyway, so pretty much all their cars are going to become hybrid and then eventually electric. So that's, the, that's your ES right there. Um, so that's like the top recommended from Consumer Reports. But you could also consider there's Genesis, that's um, Hyundai makes that luxury brand, and that's getting really um, good ratings on, on Consumer Reports. And BMW, as much as I hate to say it. <laughs> the, ne the, the top three are the Lexus ES, the Genesis G80, and the BMW 5 Series. And can you believe that? No, BMW recommended for reliability? Okay, but it is. No. Wow. And, and also, Rhonda, uh, you, you can also take a look at the cars that you really should avoid. They, they just do a very thorough investigation uh, with the cars to avoid. The cars that cost you more to keep on the road uh, than to uh, uh, purchase. Yeah, they buy it for themselves and they go through uh, all the stuff that, so you oh, don't have to. Yeah, it's very strenuous uh, what they do out there. It's amazing. You can uh, take and you can look that up too, Rhonda. So it's uh, really uh, informing the consumer before you decide to purchase. You know, I hope that we were able to help you out this morning. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you, very for, uh, thank you for calling. Give us a call again. Our number here is 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And don't forget your anonymousfeedback.com. Now back to the recovering car dealer. How about text? We got any text coming in? Yeah, we got, um, I have a segment from Anne-Marie. It's a big one, but it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, Anne-Marie says, good morning. It's no secret that vehicles are rolling computers that collect data on who we are, where we go, and how we drive. I have three modest proposals. If cars in the future have facial recognition and collect data on their owners and drivers, here are some programs that I'd like to see created and implemented based on the data accumulated by the vehicle. One, this proposal is on behalf of parents everywhere who have said, you're not going out dressed like that. I'll try saying that these days. Um, let there be a program where parents can input a computer code so that the car won't start or go anywhere if one's precious offspring is quote unquote dressed like that. <laughs> that won't work in my house, I promise you that, but um, <laughs> well, we'll pass it up, up on the ladder to Toyota. Um, 
number two, um, businesses today can put governors on trucks to keep their drivers from exceeding certain speeds. Uh, let's create a similar program for parents of young drivers. If you suspect um, your young driver may not be as responsible as you'd like, set up a computer command that limits the vehicle speed and emails you report on where the kid went and how fast the vehicle traveled. Um, I can testify um, that while we didn't have a governor on the car, there are programs out there um, called, um, oh gosh, I can't remember, we don't use it anymore, but um, find friends on your iPhone. Uh, well, that doesn't give you speed. But there's other programs out there that oh, well, sir, it's on your phone and alerts you. for all over the place. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that technology is available yeah. right now. Yeah, I don't know if it will sh uh, slow the car down, but um, it will can alert you if the car, and also you can track the car. Uh, so, and that's good for um, parents with teenagers. Um, but be honest with your kids. Let them know you're tracking them. Um, if the car has um, facial recognition and knowledge of who's supposed to be driving, and this is a really good one, I'd like to suggest a security program in case a driver is ever carjacked. Um, or if the car is just going to be stolen. Let the carjackers take the car, get away from danger, but contact the police and trigger a program where the car records who's in the car through facial rec recognition, sends the police an email as the car's current location and occupants, and takes the culprits to the nearest police station for processing. Um, I have a friend in this, another city where carjackings are rampant. Um, kids steal the cars at gunpoint and drive them around and crash them into other cars and often total the vehicle. My friend's okay, but her car was crashed and totaled. I'd like to see future vehicles have programs to minimize or prevent the dangers of carjackers. Well, I thought where you're going, because I, I didn't read it all the way, was that it would have facial recognition and just wouldn't operate for the, um, or anybody wasn't authorized to operate it. By the way, one quick note for anyone that has a car with a smart key system. In other words, the push button start. Oh, yeah. Make sure that you don't leave the key just loose in the, in the car. car when you get in it. Have it in your pocket, your purse, or whatever. If something like that happens, grab your purse, get out of the car, let them have it. They drive off in the car, but when they turn it off, it will not restart. Yep. So at least then the car is disabled, and hopefully mm -hmm. you've got a better chance of getting it recovered. Yeah, and new cars now, you can track them even if you don't have a special software. Most of them are connected to GPS, and you can yep. look at your car with an app. But remember, your safety is paramount. Cars can be replaced. Your health, not mm -hmm. so much. Um, and um, Emory asks, what programs would you like to see created for drivers in the future? Um, and along those lines, Amber, I'd like to I'd like to see that facial recognition. What you're talking about, um, for, but for um, things like you know security, um, if your your car only starts for you, your wife, your children, um, and a couple other designated people, um, somebody breaks in the car, it doesn't matter what they do, it won't start. Um, it's too complex I'm a system. Tesla hardware. doesn't have facial recognition yeah. now. Yeah, and also she mentioned the uh, taking a picture. Um, a lot of dash cams have interior cameras. If that's something, I think that t if somebody wants to put that in their car, uh, if you put a dash cam in your car with an interior camera, um, uh, if somebody steals that's your car, it'll, I it'll report Tesla it. Because Tesla is watching my eyes mm -hmm. or Nancy's eyes, who's ever driving, to make sure and you're. Not if your eyes out. are not on the road, uh, the car stops. I yeah. mean, or basically you lose your autonomous privileges. Yeah. So that sounds like just an update that Tesla could do. I mean, it's not like a big, uh, they don't have to get your car and they just update it, the, the software. Yeah. One feature that some cars had for a while, but I haven't heard of it again in a while, is if you don't put your seatbelt on, the radio will not work. <laughs> and that I thought was one of the That's pretty good. For greatest kids. things for the young drivers, teenagers. I didn't know that. Who 
Yeah. When, which necessarily cars wear a seatbelt. Which cars was that? I believe Honda and Ford actually <laughs> were the front runners on that for a while. No. But I haven't heard of that in a while. I don't know if they still have that or not. But Maybe that was um, a fantastic challenge to the idea, course. really. <laughs> there's something. Um, Amory has a PS. She said there's a lot of animal shelters overflowing with cute critters right now. So if you're thinking of getting a pet and you don't live down here close to Big Dog Ranch Rescue or, or, um, or, or the other place, um, please check out your own local <coughs> rescue agency for a forever friend. Thanks. Thank you, Anne-Marie. Very good. Great to hear from you again, Anne-Marie. We're going to go back to the phones where we have a few calls holding, and uh, we're going to talk to Don. Uh, he's calling us from West Palm Beach. Good morning, Don. Good morning. Question for Rick. A 2008 Toyota Sequoia Platinum. Um, there is Hall Hardware in West Palm Beach, and they were selling Duracell of fobs and keys and i've had them make them before and uh yesterday um their little computer hooked up to the car blah 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 uh it just it would say that it was um, what satisfied for the key and the fob but then when you stuck it in the car and so forth, it would not work. Is there, they're thinking that there is a limit on how many keys and fobs you can program for the Sequoia? Yes, there is. Hmm. I believe on the Sequoia, it might be either four or six. Um, Toyota generally has a limit on the number of uh, smart key fobs and even immobilizer keys that can be programmed to their cars at, a, at any given moment. Why is that? I don't know why, uh, but they just decided let's let's not have allow an infinite number. Um, and maybe, it usually maybe they just is have like a really crappy depending chip. on the model, either four or six. Maybe they need a, a bigger memory card in that thing. Hmm. Well, that's, that's that's great information. I think that's kind of stupid, but uh, hmm. it's a fact. So I love that Rick Donna. knew it immediately. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> I program a lot of keys. Yeah, so true. I've given the car to the son, and <clears throat> we have, um, I have the two original fobs, and mm -hmm. uh, two more have been done. And then for the keys, um, maybe close to six keys. So, yeah. Then, then the question now is: There's only one fob that works. Is there any way of even going to the Toyota dealership? I, th I, th oh, I, yes, sir. I'd, I'd love to ask Toyota that question because there's somebody. Rick knows <laughs> that's such a dumb thing to do. You're a perfect example of why it's dumb. 2008. I mean, uh, how this is 2023. So the chances that you're going to have more than one key fob. Uh, lost or required, uh, the older your car, yeah, and they, they're forsaking the people that keep their cars for a long time. And no, because all you have to do is go to the dealer, show, give them, bring all the keys that you have that you want to operate that vehicle. They can erase all the old ones and set it to where only those will now operate the vehicle. Oh, will that solve your problem, Don? Well, they then how about the fob? that don't work anymore. Same thing. As long, as long as the fobs are still operational, that they're transmitting, 
And oh, they're not. They're not. They're not. That's why I'm saying I only have one fob that actually works anymore. And it worked. Oh, okay. Well, well then you, you'd need to get new key fobs. And when you go to the, if you have the dealer do it, let them know that when they're programming a new fob, you want them to erase any old fobs. Okay. Okay, but uh, Don, I hope we, um, I hope we answered your questions. We've got some calls backed up. Can we help okay. you with anything else? No, uh, planning on uh, calling Travis. I think he's one of your service riders to mm-hmm. do with uh, uh, the phone, like yep. uh, I called last week, and also to deal with the fobs as well. Thank right. you so much. You got the right guy. We okay. Have- Give us a call again. We're going to go straight to Frank, who's been holding in Jupiter Farms, and Marty will be right with you. Hang in there. Good morning, Frank. Well, good morning, guys. Good morning, Happy Frank. Uh, another weekend. Yes, anyway. it is. <laughs> Last two weekends, I really didn't get a chance to say much. I, we grow lychees down here. We have about 100 <laughs> lychee trees. And so this is like Farmer Frank and Jupiter Farms <laughs> last Farmer few weekend. <laughs> so um, I mean, you know, retired airline captain, retired military pilot. But now sounds like a lot of sounds like a lot of lychees. Hmm. Actually, it's kind of neat. I mean, people love them, and, and yeah. the tree we got now. I'm not trying to do an infomercial, but the, the, <laughs> the seeds are so small. It's a, it's a, it's really a gift from Heavenly Father. It's nothing that anyone knew about. The seeds are smaller, about one tenth the size of a raisin, if they have a seed at all. Everyone thinks I'm, I'm making up stories, and I said, "Here, try one." And the look on their face when they don't find a seed inside of a lychee yeah. nut, you know. So anyway, keep going. You but might I'm get on, a completely I'm, seedless I'm on one. Trail if they want to come. Earl Stewart on lychee nuts. <laughs> <laughs> we okay, covered here's, all. Here's, yeah, I, I better get back to two things. Yes, I please. did notice today that um, there's no more AM radios in the electric cars. That's true. And there's um. It's, it's, it's interesting because I guess the AM stations during um, storms and tornadoes and hurricanes have more um, like range coverage than FM radio yeah. and stuff. But anyway, that was an interesting thing. Yeah, they rely on, like, uh, to use the streaming services. And But I did hear, wasn't in this true, that Ford backtracked and said they were going to uh, not stop uh, uh, putting AM radios in the car. So I guess there was enough yeah. of a backlash. Yeah, you can stream AM radio yeah. uh, in most uh, electric cars if they have streaming capability. In our Tesla that we have, Nancy and I, we, in fact, we stream, yeah. you know, uh, true oldies yeah. AM. But all, but all smartphones can stream, and all yeah. new cars, can yeah. you can Bluetooth to your car, so everybody's got AM yeah. radio. Yeah. Everybody's well, got as they said, you can <laughs> learn something new every day. When you're over 65, the problem is you also forget about five things. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Two anyway, steps well, forward, here's, here's, my question. here's my question for Rick. I have a 2012 Mercedes E350, and the glove box won't open. I mean, the latch starts to you know, move, but nothing's working, and you can't force it open. And I know, of course, my registration's in there, the um, insurance, the, the stickers and things. I went to Mercedes, and they were like $600. Really? Yeah. Is there any um, any secret to it? This is what I try to do. Lock-picking kick on, it, on Amazon. Okay. Actually, I'm not very familiar with Mercedes, how their latch system is set up. Um, but let's see. Where is that place I saw recently? Um, Could a locksmith do it? No, not necessarily. Unless it's, does it have a key lock to it? There's, there's a lot like, of cars I, don't. 
No, it has that little magic key that's in the key fob. It's just a square-looking thing. But that's not moving. It's, it's the, the, the guy that did look at it to give me the $600 price says, it's not it's, it's the lock itself something. It's not... The it's latch. Like, yeah. Yeah, the latch. But um, he said, try and go on the side and, and, and um, pull back the um, um, armature. And I, I said, what do I have that's going to fit in there? And you'll, you, Rick, you'll let this. I brought out an old set of feeler gauges from Gapping Spark Plugs, you know, decades ago. Nice. And that kind of fit in there. It, it fits. The only thing, small thing I had, like a little Jimmy tool. Yeah. But I couldn't find any latch. It is so tight. All the dimensions are so tight oh, on that's that. That's Mercedes car. for you. Yeah, they, <laughs> Mercedes, their, their fit and finish is good. It's really, fine. really good. They have some fine fit and finish. Um. I want to say there's a guy down on US-1. I think he's just a little bit north of Forest Hill Boulevard uh, that up almost to where Summit would hit US-1 that does a lot of Mercedes work. So just heading your car down um, that way. <laughs> yeah. My, my real option, the first thing I would do really for that is I would go online for local Mercedes forums and I, I would look and see if you have any Mercedes, just even Mercedes forums, and put your question in there. Uh, I guarantee there are some gurus in there that will instantly be able to give you answers if there is a way on how to do it the easiest way. Because there, there's some Mercedes guys out there in, the, in this nation that love those things. And I guarantee there's been a thousand people already in the past year mm -hmm. that have had the same issue. And also, right when you get off the phone with us, go on YouTube and, and search how do you open a stuck Mercedes glove box. And that I'm also, also looking at glove box <laughs> locks from Mercedes, and you can buy them on Amazon. So uh, it's uh, they, but you got to open it first. Yeah, it's it's available <laughs> to you. Yeah, that's what they said. Once you get the door open, there's like four little screws. They won't sell you the screws for the kit at, at um, Mercedes unless you have your registration and can prove that you're really you. And I said, well, unfortunately, it's locked in the glove box. So yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting um, dilemma. But oh, anyway, it's always and, great to hear your show. And, is. and uh, here's a yeah. quick note from my buddy Donovan. He says, uh, German Auto World in Delray Beach. It, he says they're oh. a good company that he has dealt with, and he recommends... Give them a try. Thanks. German Auto World. There, there are a lot of technicians out there that specialize in European cars, and that's your answer, really, of what we were talking about before. Um, that uh, What's that name again? The uh, uh, German Auto World? German Auto Works. Good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll write that down. Thanks. Because a few, about a month or two ago, the car wash people broke off the little Mercedes um, thing on the hood. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's amazing. One, the one in Jupiter doesn't even have a repair shop oh, up here. interesting. you got to go down to Okeechobee, and it was like $400 to have that thing replaced. Wow. Oh, Frank, we've got a bunch of people Frank, holding here, so we're, we're going to have to move along. I know. Yeah. I'll let you guys go. Have okay. a nice day, sir. Thanks for the okay. call, Frank. We enjoy your company. We're going to go to uh, Marty and uh, Betty. Uh, just hold on, and we'll be right with you. Good morning, Marty. Welcome. Good morning. How are you doing today? We're great. I got uh, two points, and I'll make them quick. First point is Earl is 100% correct. My neighbor bought a new Acura TLX, and he can't work the radio. <laughs> he can't get the stations programmed down there, so he's got to go back to the dealer and figure out how, what you have to do to get the stations programmed. Annoying. So, 
very annoyed. Yes. Now, the other thing, my other point is when you said facial recognition to drive the car, what are you going to do in your dealership when you come in for service when you got 20 cars in there that all have it goes, facial you, you, recognition? You put it, in, it goes into service mode um, and then lets anybody start it. <laughs> but you need your yeah. face to put it into service mode or valet yeah. mode. Anyone can yeah. start it? Well, if you want to put it into valet mode, you would just... Uh, it, Say go into valet mode, and it would use your face, and you'd walk out, oh. and everybody could start it. Yeah, you tell it uh, interesting valet mode for the next three hours. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. after three so hours, boom, it cancels it. Hey, that might so speed up the words, service in the shop. These, yeah, great we have time limits on how long we can drive the car. <laughs> so anybody could drive off with the cars when they're sitting in your parking lot. How about this? Toyota dealerships will have a special access for their technicians. All right. You're as a little twin can steal your car, of course. Right. If you grow a beard, as long you can't steal your car. We got the ID. As long as, as long as Stu is correct and all the cars don't get stolen, <laughs> you better have your insurance paid up over that's true. there. And if it does, everybody can blame me. Yeah. Right. right. <laughs> and that's a lot of cabbage, think, Marty. A lot yeah, of cabbage. I don't think, I don't think that's going to happen for that, for that one reason. Yeah, but if I told you that you wouldn't be able to open your phone without your uh, your phone looking at your face uh, 10 years ago, you would have said I was crazy. Yeah, well, I've got an iPhone and I don't put that stuff in there, so I open it with, with nothing. With, okay. So I, I don't have a problem with that. But you're right. <laughs> Advances are, uh, you know, very technical. They're coming along, yeah. yes. Yeah. They sure are uh, moving fast. All right, I'm waiting for the 24, so I'm, I'm going to sit tight. All right. You know, I got, a, I got a text message last night, and I thought about you again because uh, I have a friend who's waiting, and she's been waiting for about a year now. So uh, if that's any consolation yeah. to you. <laughs> yeah, tell her she's only got three more months to wait. Oh, no, I, I'd, ha I'd have to leave town if I gave her that information. <laughs> <laughs> I only waited 15 months, but uh, that's all right. Uh, now i got to wait. Jason told me I can't do anything till August anyways as far as ordering. Oh, yeah, boy. You can come by and visit, yeah. though. Okay, yeah. Marty. Hey, listen. Right, have a good weekend. Yeah, we love talking to you. Thanks, Give Marty. us a call again. Uh, we're going to go to Parkland and uh, where we find Betty, who's a first-time caller. Good morning, Betty. Uh, good morning. Welcome. I, you won yourself $50, uh, Betty, and if you stay on the line uh, when we're finished talking and you talk to uh, Jeremy in the control room, he'll get all your information and pass it along to me, and I'll send you out a check for $50. Well, thank you. I enjoyed getting up early to hear your program. Thank I you. I had to buy a new tire for my car. It's a 2017 Hyundai or Sonata, and I just went to the local place. And after they put everything on it, I drove it, and there was a message that said that the air pressures are uneven. So I brought it back. They said, oh, that's not important. It's okay. Is that right? Uh, no, that Doesn't is important. Yeah, yeah very they, important. They should set all four of the tire pressures to be about the same within like one to two pounds per square inch of each other. Yeah. Well, one was 36 and 35, and one was 37 and uh, uh. 35. 34 or 35. Yeah, that air pressure, um, your your uh, PSI is so important. It affects so, so 
uh, how your car, how your car uh, behaves on the road, uh, your gas model, it just everything. So Won't be that exact. information it was inaccurate. Yeah, it's yeah. We, I made okay. him put <coughs> it's extra okay. air pressure in it so it would work. Yeah, he, no, it's it's okay. He didn't want to do it. Yeah, it's um, I see. I get the air pressure indicator in my car, and it bothers me when I see them not being perfect. But I, within a couple of pounds, yeah. there it's okay. Um, so um, yeah, he was accurate. Now, if it was you know one was thirty seven, and then you had one you know with thirty or you know several pounds difference, then then they, I'm sure they would have taken care of it. Uh, maybe I'm oversensitive. I like it all even, and I well, like. That's my. That's my. I have obsessive thinking. Everything has to be perfectly even. Yeah. But not for safety's sake. That's just for my own. <laughs> Gets me in trouble a lot. Uh, but uh, checking your uh, tire pressure at least once a month is a real good idea. Yeah. Rick. Uh, it might also be that for your Hyundai, it may need to be driven for a little while until the computer catches the numbers up properly. Uh, say about twenty or thirty miles. But well, yeah, if it's twenty or thirty miles, okay. uh, if it's still giving you that warning, uh, I'd step in at the at the Hyundai dealer and have it checked out. Well, I brought it back to the other guy and he fixed it. Oh, okay. Oh, great. That's good then. Could, well, could thank you, you for your program. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Don't forget to stay on the line and uh, give uh, Jeremy that information. Great hearing from you, and thank you for helping us uh, build this platform here for the ladies. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. You're welcome. 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Uh, we're going to go back to Stu. Okay. Um, I got a text from Roy in Denver. <coughs> Roy D wants to know, has Toyota announced when the 2024 models will be available? I think it's just the Grand Highlander, the bigger, um, big fancy Highlander is the only one so far. So, um, And I wouldn't tell you if I knew anyway because that's confidential Toyota information. No. Just kidding. Um, but um, no, uh, usually uh, we start to see that. We get like a, a launch uh, calendar. Um, uh, mid-year we'll, we'll, we'll probably see it so I think next month we might and, get an of course, idea what Stu said of course is that we don't know uh, the, the the press finds out about these Usually, things before yeah. we do when I say we car dealers the manufacturers will talk to the press or somebody else leak it and, and we're sitting here getting calls from our customers saying oh we just yeah. read that it's online new yeah. cars coming out so. it's online ever, somewhere yeah. you could probably find it um with google faster than me but um but as far as like official stuff uh to, the, the highland the grand highlander is it um next one good morning what is your opinion of carmax we live in southeast ohio and we're looking for a safe reliable used vehicle for our recent college grad um, well, we love CarMax. Um, historically, right now, things are really weird in the used car market. Um, so, um, and to be honest, we haven't we haven't mystery shopped CarMax in a, in a while. Um, you know, automotive news this week: CarMax's uh, first quarter net income slipped nine and a half percent. Business is bad. That might be good for you, but yeah. uh, CarMax is a great place to buy a used car. Yeah, just generally, um, it's tough. Um, inventories are um, are still, I mean, they're built up, and there's crazy fluctuations with the used car market. And even though CarMax is a, um, it's a straightforward place, and it's uh, it's a good place to do business, they're still beholden to fluctuations in the market. So we've seen um, it, it nose diving where used car prices are dropping, 
and um, and then they've come back up. But they they treat their customers ethically, honestly. They have a minimal number of, of extra fees. They are junk fees, but I think it's a couple hundred bucks versus thousands. And they do take care of the cars and they stand behind them. So you can't go wrong, I don't think, up there in Ohio. Um, we have some incognito, some anonymous feedback. Um, first one. Interesting to read about the $2 million given to the Florida governor's campaign two weeks before the vetoed, he vetoed a bill allowing car manufacturers to sell direct to residents in Florida. Um, each time I Google the subject, another story appears about other corrupt politicians in Florida accepting quote-unquote donations from car dealers. Um, maybe instead of sending your secret shopper to dealers, you could have, have them shop the corrupt lawmakers. Well, actually, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm running for Florida State Senate um, secretly <laughs> under a pseudonym. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah, that, like, we talked about this last week on the show. Um, that law has always been there, um, but th- what, what you're saying is absolutely true. The reason those laws have been there is because the car dealers have a huge um, um, lobbying power in Florida and other states and with a lot of money. And it's, not, it's not Florida. It's it's our political system. Yeah. It's national. I yeah, mean, it's just the way it works. Politi- it's, it I, mean, I always temper this by saying we've got the best government, the best country in the world. And our, our system, our democratic system and the whole thing is the best in the world, but it still stinks. And uh, uh, we got to live with it. But when, when a politician is talking, he is talking to his base to try to get reelected. And he's telling you what you want to hear so you'll vote for him. That's the way our system is. Uh, but it still works pretty damn well. And when he's talking to his donors, he'll say because yeah. they're going to hold him to it. And uh, so, yeah, everybody in, um, we'll talk about Florida, everybody in the state Senate, um, everybody in the House and the governor's mansion are kind of uh, clientels of the, of the yeah. Florida car industry, uh, exactly. retail industry. Um, another anonymous feedback. Toyota hybrids are impossible to get quickly. The current wait list is anywhere from 6 to 12 months. For most Toyota dealers, the RAV4 is a nine-month wait. Uh a new Toyota Sienna is also about a nine to twelve month wait. This is crazy. Um, it is crazy, um, but there is kind of good news on the horizon. Um, to get just a little bit wonky, our allocation system has had an adjustment somewhat recently. Uh, Toyota um, and other manufacturers, well, other manufacturers are going straight to electric. Uh, Toyota is taking this interim step, and right now they're going to they they stop distinguishing between gas versions and hybrid hybrid versions for allocation purposes so in the past if you sold a gas camry you would only um, earn a gas camry on a future allocation to give to get to another customer um, they release that. So now, if you're selling gas, and it, it's in other words, it's going to help uh, the dealers that are uh, selling a lot now, of hybrids. Toyota is panicking because they got out yeah. late out of the gate, and they're in serious trouble. And right. uh, the good news is they got so much money, and they're so big, they can endure serious trouble more than most right. auto manufacturers. So they'll come through it, yeah, and they'll be back on top one right. day. But right now, they're playing catch up. A startup would have been uh, bankrupt. <clears throat> Toyota yeah. can uh, can keep stay in the game. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm in Dallas, Texas. Um, oh, where'd it go? Okay, this is more anonymous. Food. I'm in the Dallas, Texas area. In 2006, I bought a new Prius from Earl Stewart Toyota. I did the whole transaction online or uh, over the phone, and my new Prius was shipped to me by truck. I kept that Prius for 12 years. It was the best car I ever owned. Thank you, Earl Stewart. 
Well, well you're you know, welcome. They, uh, <laughs> I, I just said something bad about Toyota. I'll say something good. The Prius is probably the best car that's ever been built. It's the best car that Toyota has ever built. Uh, and Rick will back me up on that because he fixes them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I drove four of them. Yeah. They, I don't make a lot of money on them. That's all I can tell Rick you. Rick hates them. Rick hates I, Priuses. I don't make much money yeah. on them because they go. don't break. Yeah. There Wait, you go. Well, uh, Mr. sir, you brought, you brought your car back in 2006, and that was the Prius heyday. And that oh, was going yeah. crazy. Yep. And we were selling cars. I think at that time we were the number one seller of Priuses um, in the country. We're, we were in the top five. I don't yeah. know if we ever hit one. We might oh, have. Oh, because there was a few dealers yeah. in California. Yeah. That's right. That's We, we yeah. always had a caveat. Number one seller of Priuses in the country, asterisk, except California. <laughs> All right, I'm all caught up. Oh, great. Uh, we're going to go back to the phones where we're going to talk to Lance. Uh, he's calling us from Tennessee. Good morning, Lance. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. We, uh, Earl, we've got some bad news on Earl Stewart Day. Oh. Uh, 2024. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Are we going to have to postpone to 25? I thought I knew that was coming. We, uh, we're trying to kill enough squirrels for the squirrel season. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, when I was a kid, they used to call me Earl. Earl is Earl the squirrel. That was uh, what well, I used we, to. Well, <laughs> we, we knew that. That's the reason we added that our squirrel story. Uh, also, I've got a little special song for for you this morning. Oh. When the morning papers hit the street. Earl Stewart on cars, KBB, oh. where you want to buy, sell or trade. Come on around and listen in the shade. Oh, wow, I love that. Hey, can I, will you give me permission to use that in my advertising? I'll, we'll get the audio clip off the radio show. Let's take a standing ovation. We'll say, we'll say courtesy of Lance from Tennessee. I want that for my ringtone. <laughs> it's always good to talk to you. I we, I love your show, and uh, thank you. It's, uh, it's just a great source of knowledge, and I don't always agree, but you know that's what that's what America's all about, isn't it? Yeah, that's when when Nancy and I have an argument, we we settle by saying difference of opinion is what allows horse racing. Just think it without difference of opinion, there wouldn't be any any racing or betting. So we we agree to disagree. Oh, don't please don't lose any sleep. We'll we'll get this thing together for twenty twenty four, and uh, and uh, it's great to see what you do for Big Dog Ranch. I, I'm dog lover myself, and uh, have I, I always ask you when I call, have you heard anything about Wheatley? About what? Wheatley. Oh, oh, wheelie. Wheelie. oh no. yeah, 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 wheelie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we 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 need to check on that. Well, last week we were told that uh, wheelie was still at the ranch. Yeah, yeah. We, I'm glad you brought that up because we need to work on that. Wheelie uh, had the problem with his rear legs, and uh, this is very difficult. So uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because we're gonna we'll make a renewed effort. We might even bring wheelie back because we got to find him a home. Yeah, that'd be nice. 
And yep. uh, but, that's, that's but, a good point. Yeah, but, we, we ask for the difficult-to-adopt dogs when we do the Dog of the Week because, you know, if you're a cute little puppy with a waggy tail, uh, everybody wants to adopt the little puppies. But some, some of the uh, older dogs, the dogs with medical, not medical, but physical problems, uh, they have the difficulty. So we're going to make a, thanks to your comment, we're going to make a re, re, uh, renew our effort to get a home for Wheelie. And we'll get that information this morning uh, when Big Dog Ranch comes in, Lance. And uh, if you didn't uh, hear me the, when we came on the air, Rampit will be here. And uh, he's a mixed breed. He's three years old, and he was astray from uh, Miami. So you can... One, one last thing, Earl, if, Earl and Nancy. If, if Wheelie needs surgery to uh, correct that condition, maybe we could raise the money on here to, to get that done for that good dog. Raise some money, yeah. I think if 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 we really need surgery to get his uh, condition repaired, maybe we could raise the money to take care of that. Well, that's a good sounds idea. a good idea. That's that's a good idea. I like you, Lance. I really appreciate your calls, and uh, we'll be looking forward next week. Yeah, thanks for the call, and stay tuned for uh, Rambit, who will be coming up. You know, uh, just before the uh, mystery shopping report. Give us a call again. Uh, I to the uh, lady caller who we is no longer there on my queue here. Uh, I don't see her. She may have hung up. Give us a call back. Yeah, uh, the lines are all free, and uh, we could take your call. That number is eight seven seven nine six zero ninety nine sixty, and you can text us uh, at seven seven two four nine seven six five three zero. Don't forget your anonymous feedback. Dot com. We're going to go to Rick, who probably has a lot to share with us. Well, we've got a few interesting comments here. Um, first one, I want to scroll back a little bit if I can get my list moved. There we go. Okay. Uh, this actually came in a little, way, a little earlier this morning. Lane A. Katz says, Good morning. Hats off to you folks to put out an amazing radio show program that showcases honesty. I listen to you and also thank you for recommending Kevin Hunter, the homework guy. So, thank you, Lane. That's, that's a fantastic thing to hear yes, from you. Yes, thank you. And we'll get down here. I uh, got a comment from Donovan. Oh, great. More great advice here. He says, this week, Rivian, yeah. who Rivian is the company making the uh, kind deal. of luxury electric trucks, yeah. um, they announced they're going to be following both Ford, GM, and uh, Hyundai is also talking that they're going to do this. They're all going to be switching to the Tesla NACS type charging connector. Yeah, everybody's going to jump on that bandwagon. You know, that this was in the business the finance standard, the of, industry standard. of Wall Street Journal. And uh, Donovan, thanks so much for, uh, we may not uh, have been able to get to that, uh, but that's big news with Rivian and uh, Tesla and those superchargers. So yeah, that's apparently, he says, I cannot stress it enough, if, uh, if you're looking for an EV, do not buy from a brand that has already not already agreed to switch to the NACS. And that's you why you stuck switch. with yeah. some very poor charging experiences. Yeah, definitely. Yo, Donovan, if you're if you're still listening out there, uh, because you're one of our most intelligent and interesting uh, uh, listeners, 
Uh, I want to ask you this. Well, where do you feel artificial intelligence will fall in for consumers when it comes to choosing uh, products? And I'm obviously thinking about automobiles or on cars, but uh, with this incredible surge in uh, AI technology, and it's still scratching the surface, uh, you know, we talk about when will everything be electric vehicle, when will everything be autonomous, uh, I'm wondering about when AI will be will come of age, where it will basically know all, see all, and be able to explain all. But uh, uh, I'm I'm having a, a little debate with our marketing company right now about that, and uh, uh, they're hung up on Google and and uh, and uh, uh, Dealer Rater and Yelp and the other rating services. Rating services right now are the big gun. The uh, consumer goes to uh, Consumer Reports, they go to uh, Google, they check out things, and the, the educated consumer uses those tools. My question is, and I'm talking to everybody, but I'm talking mainly you know, to Donovan because he's a smart guy, where do you think artificial intelligence, and if the apps now are worthwhile tapping uh, for information on buying an automobile or anything else, uh, if yeah. you if you're hearing me now or anybody else hearing me, yeah. what's your opinion on that? Yeah. Earlier when we opened the show, I was talking about this explosion, and it was it seemed like it was not that long ago we were talking about electric vehicles. Now they're everywhere, and uh, Tesla superchargers, and boy, I'll tell you what, um, we are here, it is now, and now we're talking about artificial intelligence. Give us a call, ladies and gentlemen, and tell us how you feel about this explosion. 877-960-9960 or you can text us at 772-497-6530 and Rick we're going to go back to the phones and we're going to talk to Kurt who is uh, calling us from Pompano Beach. Good morning Kurt. Good morning I'm a long term listener. Oh thank just you. Yes, and I just love your program and I wish you all were on every morning instead of ah. <laughs> there's other programs on Monday through Friday on this radio station I can't listen to. So y'all just wonderful every Thursday morning I might uh, alarm go off at 8 a.m. to listen to y'all. But well, my question is, uh, I think you are great, but quick, two questions. Um, number one is I have the cameras up in a few months and I'm at the showroom and they got the new crown with the opinion on the camera and that they told me to replace the um, Avalon. Mm-hmm. And then there's a hybrid and then also uh, number two is my insurance. I've had no accidents, and my friends and relatives and the car insurance down here is my insurance has gone from like twelve hundred to fifteen hundred to seventeen hundred for six yeah. months, like thirty five hundred. So oh I was gosh. telling Earl, I said Earl doesn't know what's going on with the insurance market here. Everybody's insurance is skyrocketing. Yeah, I was I was wrong about that. I recall now the earlier caller. Uh, he said something that made sense. As we uh, we have a lot of older drivers in Florida, and I think that's one of the issues. And uh, un and uninsured drivers. Uh, so the insurance companies are, are are afraid of that situation with one of their insured being involved in an accident with an uninsured driver. Then it means it all falls on them. So they throw, have to raise a lot yeah. of luxury cars into the mix in South Florida with a high uh, 
Paracos. And, and Kurt, it's amazing. Um, we had a call earlier about the increase in car insurance, and uh, I, I was checking it out, and my goodness gracious, um, Florida comes in second as far as the highest. And uh, New York, New York is $4,769 a year, and then Louisiana comes in third, uh, but the uh, rate hikes have soared. Rick? I think our hurricanes and our weather has a factor in it, too. Because well, they said it, it did the elements and the car yeah. is in, you know, depending upon your location and what it's subjected to. And one of, one of the factors that we have seen in the service department is when we all of a sudden get a, a, a flood situation where an area gets a lot of high water, insurance companies almost always go with the rule of thumb that if the water reached the bottom edge of the dashboard or touched the dash, got up into the dash area, Done. pretty much figure the car is totaled because there's simply going to be too much and it's it's that car's done. Yeah. And when you can have suddenly in a weekend three or four hundred cars all totaled in one shot, that, you know, that, in an that area, has that an impact, definitely. Hit it, yeah. Yes, you're right. And the, um, What's interesting is my um, in North Carolina, my relative has a new Mercedes BMW convertible, and that car and two other cars a year in the middle of North Carolina cost him like twelve hundred dollars. Here we have down here in Florida, uh, neighbors who have a used fifteen year old used, uh, I think it's a Toyota Corolla, and hers has gone from like eleven to twelve to fifteen hundred dollars every six months. And my insurance on my State Farm has gone like twelve to fifteen to seventeen hundred every six months, like thirty five hundred dollars a year with no accidents. So Insane. I called Geico and Progressive, and they said that uh, the repair costs. Also, there's a lot of lawsuits. You know, you see every ad on TV, uh, Morgan and Morgan for uh, you know it, we collect billions of dollars from the car companies for in injuries, and it just goes no, no, on and on. Yeah, so that's really the happens. other thing I forgot. You're absolutely right. Yeah, we have more litigation in Florida. I think we have a higher per capita number of lawyers in Florida than the other state. So there's a good reason right right there to have high insurance cost. When you watch the TV and every every truck that goes, I mean every bus. As ads for the attorneys, that's all. That's the big business for billions of dollars, and it's like oh, uh, it's covered that up. And the property insurance for your house, Florida. When I moved there in 1989, it certainly is a different state than what it was then. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Kurt. Okay. Kurt, it was great talking to you. Thanks for all the information. Give us a call mm -hmm. again. I love your show and uh, look forward to seeing every, hearing from you every Saturday morning. And Thank you. Keep up the good work. Kurt, Appreciate that was quite a seed you planted, asking if you could listen to our show every single morning. I'm not, I don't know how we could do that, but yo. <laughs> AI. We can just have a, um, a generative AI uh, pose as us during weekdays. <laughs> Stu has all the great ideas. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, give us a call at 877-960-9960 or text us at 772-497-6530. We're going to go back to Rick where and he has some great stuff to share with us. I've got a reply from Donovan. Oh, Donovan. He says, <laughs> by 2030, you'll have cars doing real self-driving using real AI with quantum computers. The second half so. of this decade will look very different from the first half. Real AI will not happen until you get quantum computing working at, at a scale yep. and reliability, and you need super fast connections to everything 
because the data sets with AI are truly massive. And that's when we're destroyed by the um, at the moment of the singularity. Skynet comes because in. when you have quantum computing, they basically they have con it's going to have consciousness. So I read ABM uh, said that uh, with with quantum computing, that they had a problem that it would have taken ten, uh, digital computers would have taken digital computers ten thousand years to solve, and with quantum computing, it's, they it's solved it in five minutes. Yeah. And he says, 6G wow. connections will be marketed for that. So imagine cell phone towers that can connect to your car with GPS, and suddenly your car is able to take you literally within millimeters for location accuracy. Well, Donovan, it was a two-part question. I love it. I, I totally agree with what you just said. In terms of the consumer, what if... Uh, what if a consumer were to go to uh, Chat GPT or, or uh, Bard or one of the other uh, AI apps and say, uh, I want to buy a Honda Accord and I'd like to know the best car dealer and the most honest car dealer to buy that Honda Accord from. Hmm. Do you think the day will come when uh, an AI app will be able to give you that information? And I say that because yeah. right now we have Google and we have a lot of other rating things. Uh, we have Yelp, we have Dealer Track, but one uh, Dealer Rater. But uh, a lot of these, uh, Google makes a huge amount of their money on advertising. Yeah. Uh, the the all the information, all the revenue from the AI apps is based on s subscription costs. The uh, reason I don't trust Car and Driver Magazine, or I don't trust Motor Trend, is because they exist because of automotive advertising and naturally the, you know the car of the year award always is a heavy advertiser in motor trip and so uh, i would like to have a source of information like consumer reports that is totally at, you know, they, they divorce themselves from the products that they rate i, I think we're we're where we're, donna was was going with the uh, quantum I think it would have to get to that point because right now the AI is, are these language models. So it's getting all the information from the internet anyway. You know, it's getting, it's, if you ask it, it's probably getting well, it from Quantum reviews. is only going to allow them to get, and it, it's not just getting information anyway. It has to do with with the processing. It has to do with, with the uh, uh, algorithms, very sophisticated algorithms. So uh, it, it, quantum computing will be a, uh, a huge breakthrough, but right now, uh, artificial intelligence is having a huge impact on all the companies, all all industries. So sure I'd is. be interested in Donovan's opinion. Well, on he, that. he may have, uh, with just six words, kind of clued it right into what direction he's thinking. He says, "You'll own nothing, and be happy," yeah, which yeah. may just clue towards the idea of. You don't own the cars anymore. Yeah. The cars are simply there. You use an app, a vehicle picks you up mm -hmm. autonomously and takes well, you where you need to go it, and you I, pay I, for the ride. I, I, I'm talking about a broader question of product. Uh, there would, there will still be people competing for that. Mm -hmm. So uh, just like you got Uber, you have Lyft. Uh, you have bread, you have TV sets, you have products. Uh, how do you get an honest assessment of the best Retail store, the best product, 
uh, through AI, and I still think you have to wait till quantum computing comes of age. I don't agree with that. So let's let's see what the listeners out there like Donovan have to say. Well, and here he comes in. He says uh, the AI we have now is not really artificial intelligence. It's just searching a massive library of text <coughs> and images exactly. using tons of graphic. Donovan, uh, Donovan, I, I respectfully, I respectfully disagree because they don't just parrot the information from the that's available out there. They also apply very sophisticated analog uh, 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 that are able not analog. They're uh, algorithms, is what I'm trying to say. Very sophisticated algorithms that interpret the information that is available so mm -hmm. that's what that's what uh, uh, makes artificial intelligence what it is today and the only thing that quantum computing will do will s speed it up and enable to gobble up more information and create more algorithms so great um, great topic good, it's uh, good discussion uh, uh, Donovan thanks for opening up this conversation uh, gosh you're a great asset uh, to the show we really enjoy your company uh, well, we're going to, uh, Rick, I'm going to go ahead and go back to the phones, and uh, we're going to talk to Mark in Palm Beach Gardens, who's been holding. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Nancy and crew. How is everybody doing? We're well, To the you. best radio show, the most informed and opinion show in South Florida on weekend radio. You guys do a great job. Well, thank, thank you, Mark. Thank you so um, much. I've got one question and then a comment. Uh, Rick. 2015 Camry, uh, being in a wheelchair now, I can't get under there and look. But uh, turn signal bulb in the bumper. Can you get? Do you have access right to the bottom to change that bulb, or does it require taking the bumper off? 2015, uh, the turn signals in that are up near the headlight. Um, are you you're not thinking of the driving light down low are you no no maybe i was uh all i'm just saying is the left front turn signal bulb has to be replaced it blinks real fast indicating that one of the elements are burned out right yeah so can you get when you open up the hood can you get behind the headlight easily to replace that or is it a major thing i'm trying to figure out if one of my grandkids can do it if they've got skinny arms then yes uh, I've I've got some pretty big meat hooks, um, but I I will shove my arms into some tiny places, and I've got the scars to prove it. But yeah, I, I can I can get in and replace those bulbs pretty quick. So yeah, a, a younger kid. Uh, you don't have to take your bumper off. In other words, no, no. Okay, cool. I know you guys are busy, and I want to try to get through with this call as quick as possible. Yep. I have my own opinion and two cents worth on uh, Nancy, this uh, electric car explosion that we're having. And, you know, I'm, I am one that kind of don't like change. And, you know, the combustion engine's been around forever. But uh, electric cars are a good thing. All the talk about Tesla and other models, I get kind of tired of, but... My big thought is that, yeah, we're going to have to uh, transition over to electric. But uh, they build the cars. Uh, numbers are increasing. They're being bought. But, you know, there is that, that constant question of 
availability to recharge. And the other thing is a lot of our politicians, they either don't understand or don't want to admit it. You know, it, it takes electricity to charge the cars. And so we get back to that anti-green element that we've got to have the infrastructure to provide the electricity to charge the cars. And I think that we're going to run into a big issue with not having the infrastructure. Take California. You know, they're pushing the, I believe they're the largest market with electric cars on the road. But their infrastructure is so screwed up that the more and more electric cars that we're going to put on the road. Yeah. I think there was finding a... charging stations. You know, I think it's going to be a major problem. And well, people don't want to admit it now, but watch out in the future. It's, yeah. I don't think there was a there was a, a lot of fast Mark, Hey, Mark, I think there was a like uh, close to. A, many hundreds of billions of dollars allocated in the infrastructure bill um, to, to facilitate a lot of the things that you mentioned. And, um, and I know it takes a long time right now to get nuclear uh, power plants on, online with the process, but I think some of that was streamlined to get those back up because I think we're going to see a lot more nuclear um, uh, power plants, modern ones uh, popping up around the country. Uh, to, uh, just, yeah, there's going to have to be um, a lot of electricity produced to, to charge all those cars, but things kind of work hand in hand when the autom- you know, internal combustion, there, you know, there wasn't enough petroleum production to, to you know, fuel the future of, of cars. So uh, it kind of works out, you know. Yeah, and Mark, uh, you know, from what I'm reading, uh, you can look in the Wall Street Journal, the New York Times, the USA Today, and uh, every everyone is targeted towards, you know, improving things as far as uh, the uh, chargers are concerned, and there being enough of them. And this, uh, 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 you know, Elon Musk, what he's doing, and uh, the superchargers that he's making available uh, to Rivian, uh, to, to, to so many, uh, it's uh, it's moving fast, and uh, we're going to be there. Yeah, and I know uh, opinions are like you know what everyone has one. belly buttons, and I have my own. But um, I I uh, I sure hope that uh, they're still making combustion engine cars when I leave this earth. But uh, anyway, I just thought I'd throw my two cents worth in there. We enjoy uh, your company, Mark. We really, well, we I really do. Go. I uh, haven't been listening as much as I used to, but I'm getting back in the swing. But oh, that's anyway, nice. I'll let you get on to your next next we caller you. or comment. But uh, I'm looking forward to the uh, uh, the uh, mystery. Uh, mystery shopping report. Yeah, really mystery shopping forward. report and Rambit. Rambit will be here too, so stay tuned for that. Excellent. We'll talk again, Mark. Thank you. Okay, uh, we are going to go back to Rick. I think he's got uh, some uh, information for us. Well, we had a, a little bit more from Donovan. He says, uh, let's see. He says, I don't know if that's something AI would solve, meaning the, uh, the ability to uh, recommend dealerships or recommend one product over another. And I, I got to bring this one out. You guys are going to love Johnny Z. Fraidley comes in and says, I think Donovan is AI. And, of course, Donovan <laughs> laughed at that one. Uh, and then it was just, uh, we had a little discussion about the idea of uh, 
reaching into tight places uh, in cars. Uh, Steve Maggs even mentioned here, he says, I changed the headlight bulbs on a 2011 Outback and have the scars on both arms to prove it. Normally requires the bumper off, but I went through the inner fender. $15 bulbs cost $425 to change at the dealer. Crazy. And yeah, unfortunately, sometimes those simple little, little bitty things can be quite expensive to repair for the labor that's got to be done in order to install it and get those parts in place. And a lot of times the engineers that design these cars don't really think about that no, one bulb not at all. that's going to burn out. And they they just, yeah, what the hey, it's not going to burn out. Yeah, definitely. Well, they're doing what their bosses tell them to do, and that is to make the car saleable. They want to sell the car. Mm -hmm. And then they're not thinking about five, ten years down the pike when they're trying to fix the car, which they really should. And um, I, I think that's a, that's a valid criticism. I think I see a dog out there. I do. Yeah. Well, rampant. Are we is getting near in the house. doggy time? I believe we may be. And uh, it is time for us to introduce Rampant. And uh, okay, for you folks that uh, haven't listened before, we've taken on a new attack uh, on Earl on cars. It's kind of like uh, Earl on dogs. And we have a. I'm looking at a dog out in the lobby there that will be making his grand entrance here very shortly. And uh, we represent Big Dog Ranch Rescue, probably the largest no-kill shelter anywhere uh, for doggies. And here he is. We have the dog on the premises. Nancy, what is that dog's name again? The dog's name is Rampit, and I want to let Rampant, everyone... spell that. Rampit, R-A-M-B-I-T. He's a mixed breed. And he was a stray uh, from, good oh. morning, Peggy. Good morning. Uh, he was a stray from uh, Miami. He's only three years old. And uh, I want to point out to everyone before we get started, remember you can uh, go to uh, you can go to either uh, Amazon or earlsbook.com and you can purchase this Confessions of a Recovering Car Dealer and all proceeds go to Big Dog Branch. Okay, he's a liquor. Right. Yeah, he's a liquor. So this is Take our we, <laughs> welcome to the um, Earl sponsored dog of the week. Um, if you're watching or streaming um, on online right now, you, you're seeing a it looks what looks like a small small tiger uh, kissing our volunteer Peggy from Big Dog Ranch Rescue. And this week, our as uh, Nancy said, our sponsored dog is Rambit, and. Um, Peggy's oh, going to tell you all, all about Rambit, and, and uh, we'll get to see some pictures and play with them. And I can tell you one thing. I got so many kisses out there in the lobby. He just jumped up on me and hugged me, and my face was was bathed. <laughs> so uh, go ahead, Peggy. Uh, tell us the vital stats. Yeah, go ahead. Morning. Uh, good morning. Sorry. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Um, yeah, this is Rambit. He was found astray roaming the streets with a muzzle around his nose and mouth. Oh, Lord. That is why he's got that. He's got that scar. From oh. the muzzle? Yes, yeah, it's from oh. a muzzle. I uh. just left him like that. That's terrible. But he, as you can see, he's a little sweetheart, loves to give kisses. He has... <laughs> gives them out all day long. Endless kisses. Yeah, yeah. He's three years old and uh, he's very, very good on the leash. Loves to go for walks and just sit and cuddle with you all day if he could. Yeah. Yeah, he and really he, he prefers uh, an adult. He's 
he wants all the attention. Oh, he wants all the attention. Yeah, yeah he craves the attention. So uh, Rick is getting in there with the camera, but there is something so cool about this dog. Um, he has a has, he has stripes. He does. And he does. I'm not kidding. I, I mean, maybe that's technically a, a brindle, but this dog has tiger stripes. Uh, <laughs> I'm he, not kidding. He does have tiger stripes. He mm. is a hound plot mix. Hound pup mix. So what kind? I mean, a plot it, is the type of hound. Oh, okay. Yeah, the plot has the big oh, ears. Oh, a plot hound. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's so affectionate. He this is. is crazy how affectionate he is. How he affectionate he is, after, especially after the way he was treated. Yeah, that was heartbreaking. Yeah. I didn't know. I noticed there's the the scarring um, around his muzzle, and um, we found you know that's because he was muzzled and in an abusive situation, a neglect situation at some point. A lot of the dogs at Big Dog Ranch are found like this. A dog instead of trying to find a home for dogs unfortunately some people just let them go or they'll even actually take them out into the woody areas and let them go yeah. or just leave them along the side of the road it's unbelievable the way some of these poor animals have been treated and that's the reason we have so many dogs like rambit but it's a, what's really ranch. amazing is after that and they are as lovable and as affectionate as they are yeah. and they don't turn uh, get bitter or hateful some dogs do um, but you know but this, this, like well, some of the rent. shelters are, make it too easy to adopt Big Dog Ranch. It's easy to adopt, but they're careful, and they choose good homes. They will not take a dog and, and have him go to a home if they'll put him back on the street well, again. They ch yeah, they check you out. There's there's references. Um, you can't just go in there and, and, and uh, take a dog and be responsible for it. They want to make sure that the dogs that go home... Um, the adoptees um, that it's gonna it's a forever home so that's why that's why we call it the forever home um, so I think Rick has got this on camera I'm, what I'm looking at here is a dog when he is on his hind legs is is about as tall as Nancy Stewart so Nancy Nancy that tiger dog right there looked really good on you when you, when you jumped up he's in such great shape yeah um, I really apologize to just uh, the listeners. If you're driving in your car, you're like, what the hell's going on here? So, so uh, we have a beautiful hound mix, a uh, plot hound mix, a striped dog, three years old, named Rambit. He looks like he he's is, dancing with Peggy right he's now. He's dancing um, with our volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but he's trying to do, he's burning it. I'm sorry. Um, and trying to, uh, Jonathan text me, Peggy, it's Jonathan's fault. <laughs> but he's dancing with Bernadette and, um, and giving, he's trying to give kisses right there. And that tail is wagging back and forth. <laughs> and Rampant wants to be, um, he wants to have full attention uh, if you do choose to adopt him. And uh, he doesn't prefer raw children or cats or other dogs. So, uh, you know, considering that he was a stray, uh, you know, it's no surprise. He just needs all the attention and all the love, and I don't blame him. That's right, right. Stu? I, no, absolutely. And um, so uh, as our sponsored dog of the week, um, we cover the adoption fees. So if you adopt um, um, Rambit um, through us, just go, uh, go, go to bdrr.org, bdrr and that's Big Dog Ranch Rescue's website. You can see all the dogs up there, but you can inquire. All the contact information is there. Or you can contact us. You can uh, uh, call the show, um, email or number, text us. All the ways to get through to us. And um, if you like this dog, uh, let us know, and we're, we're going to make it happen. 
And um, we're streaming this thing, and for the next few days, you'll be able to watch the replay of the show on YouTube and on Facebook, etc. So uh, if you didn't catch the show today and you're, and you're, when you're watching this and it's Monday, hi, it's Monday, mm-hmm. um, send this video to somebody who's, um, who's, who, who needs a dog. Um, you know somebody is. Everybody, somebody's been talking about it for a long and time, I, and they're not coming Steve, around. They're, they're, I think uh, Peggy has something to add to that. I'd like mm-hmm. Peggy, uh, um, Bernadette. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, he does share a room with another dog, and they get along fine. And he's very good on the leash for walks. Okay, oh, that's good, good enough. Just, that's important. Yeah. It that's is it. important. Yeah, yeah he, he is. Important. He is. Especially as a three-year-old dog, so he's past the um, the crazy puppy fa- uh, phase, but he's yeah. got all the good puppy um, left in him. Yeah. And um, so he's probably not peeing all over the place. Oh, he's house-trained. He is. Yeah, he so is. he's, he's yes. probably he's not chewing things up. This is a, a mature dog. He's, he's made it through adolescence, and he's ready to go home. <laughs> Matter of fact, it's probably one of the best you know, age to buy a dog is a couple of years old because you have many years ahead, with, ahead of him, but you didn't have to go through the, um, the trials and tribulations of a puppy in your house. Um, <laughs> that wakes you up early in the morning. It's like having a baby. I have never seen a dog. Yeah, this is. Yeah, um, our, he's got to see everything. This is a very smart. This is an intelligent dog. He's back right now for you those listening. He's on our, on our control table with Jonathan. He, he's climbing up there. He's checking all the equipment out. Now he's back over the Bernadette, and he's just looking for. He's like, who's gonna who's gonna pet me next? <laughs> well, Bernadette, thank you so much, oh, and I'm sorry for, for calling us. you Peggy. Um, okay. I, uh, you know, thank you. I'm getting you. old, and uh, and I'm, I'm focusing on the dogs' names because sometimes, you know, we have some funny dog names. But thanks for coming in, Bernadette, and we're gonna have another uh, dog next week um, on the show. Um, and uh, Bye, hopefully, Rambit. good luck, boy. Hopefully, Rambit has uh, is found a forever home by then. Bye, Rambit. I love this dog. All right, back to you, recovering car dealer. Yeah, and uh, Wheelie, we just found out that Wheelie, who was do- uh, the dog before, hasn't been adopted yet. So, oh, really? Yeah, Wheelie hasn't Wheelie been isn't with the stiff legs. Stiff legs. Yeah, I think that's a problem. He he can, uh, Wheelie, if you saw the show, his his rear legs are stiff, but he can walk fine. Yeah. It's just when he sits, he looks funny because he can't bend the legs, and they kind of go out to the side. But he's very healthy. Uh, he can walk. He can run. Yeah, and, that was. I think that was a show, and I missed because I had my teeth pulled out. Yeah. But I saw the video, and that dog was really sweet. So, hey, yeah. that's still out there. And, and by the way, the offer still goes for that. If, you know, until they're adopted, we're, we're basically we're putting our our, our uh, fingerprint, uh, thumbprint on that dog. And so, adopt Wheelie. It's not going to cost you anything up front. <laughs> Later on, you know, exactly. you, you got to take care of the dog. Now we also uh, we also ask you to consider fostering dogs, not to be confused with adopting. But if you can't adopt a dog, but you could hold a dog take care of him for two or three weeks that would be great it would relieve the crowding issue we have at big dog ranch rescue because we have hundreds of dogs out there and more coming in we don't turn down dogs we bring all the dogs in even the difficult to adopt dogs because if it takes a year or two years or three years we keep on trying until we find homes for dogs we do not euthanize any dogs so that's the reason we need your help relieve the crowding situation consider fostering a dog for two or three weeks and just a reminder, uh, if you want to adopt uh, the Dog of the Week, uh, you can simply go to www.bigdogranchrescue.org. That's B-D-R-R. Mm-hmm. I think maybe some of the problem is it's so nice out there, <clears throat> and uh, people That's don't true. feel bad for the dogs. 
Well, if you ever visit out there, it's a dog paradise. Well, if I was a dog, to be honest with you, I would love it out there. It's like a resort. They I got a lake. I prefer it there uh, to an apartment. They got a maternity, the hospital, they got doctors, they got uh, everything a you salon. want. Salon. Yeah, salon. <laughs> well, they, they, they do groom dogs out there. Um, yeah, but here's, here's the way to look at it. It's not that the dogs don't want to leave there. They're just, they're getting them ready for you. You know, you're, you're not taking them out of some dirty little cage in some concrete building. Oh. They're, uh, they're, they're relaxed. They're ready to go into a home. They're cleaned up. Come on, adopt a dog. All right. No, yeah, they're, it's they're, great. That's great, Stu. Yeah. It's great to point all that out. I like that salon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and it is. It's it's just amazing out there. You know, it's, uh, what can we say? You need to go out and take a look around, and you will definitely be impressed. Well, for real. I mean, we've, we've ta- I've taken my kids are out there. We're younger. It's a great day, uh, place just to, to spend the day, take a look at the kids. They got puppies out there. Yeah, and like, it's, a, it's quite an education. It is. Uh, for sure. Okay, uh, we are going to move along here. Uh, let me mention before we get to the Mystery Shopping Report, Earl's latest column and blog, and that's a problem with a car dealer. Who are you going to call? And uh, you can just read that at Earl and Cars. Great, great column. In a nutshell, the essence of the column is get the cell phone number of the people in responsibility at the dealership before you sign on the dotted line. You have to know who the people are that can make decisions, and you have to insist to get their cell number before you buy the car. After you buy the car, they're not gonna tell you their cell number. Before you buy the car, they're gonna be nice to you. So just remember that much or read the blog and get the whole stick. Or get their home number. That was one of my pet peeves when I'd answer the phone when we used to have a landline. I just loved asking these guys uh, if I could have their home telephone number. It certainly ended the call quite quick. (laughs) They hung up on us. We have our mystery shopping report. And uh, it is a mystery shop of uh, Schumacher. Well, we're not sure whether it's Schumacher or Chevrolet. We think it's Schumacher Buick because they looked at a new Buick while they were there. That's probably true. <laughs> that okay. one got by me. So we're going to go to the mystery Sue shop of little, Schumacher. Sue was a little sleepy when he wrote. No, no, it wasn't. It was. Uh, I just, you know, I type what I'm given. So agent lightning, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> he types what he's given. Okay. <laughs> Mystery shop of Schumacher Buick. It, it, in my defense, all right, they're all like in the same spot. It's like all they right all there. Look, they all look alike. Yeah. I arrived in the evening and walked uh, around inside for about eight minutes before finally someone to assist me. I made a note when I read the report. Is It's the seller's market, boys and, and girls. When you go in to buy a car today, uh, they're not going to be hanging out in front in a, I used to call them a wolf pack, waiting for you to come in and spring on you because these car car dealers and the car salespeople, they're selling all the cars they can. And they're making a lot of money. The salespeople are making record commissions. Car dealers are making record profits. So it's going to be interesting. The only good news about that, you're going to pay a a lot of money for the car because they're going to charge you all they can get. But the good news is you're not going to be rushed and smothered and pressured as much as you normally would be. So in this case here, Agent Lightning had to wait eight minutes before finally someone inside the dealership would talk to her. After asking if anyone was available to help me purchase a car that evening, uh, two individuals approached me with a smile. One of them asked, what are you looking for today? I explained, well, uh, I had a Highlander on order for over a year and I was hoping to find something similar 
but sooner. Specifically, I'm interested in a hybrid model. Now, this is a, a, a good scenario, and Agent Lightning chose that wisely because this is true. This is what's happening. You hear people call this show. People are waiting months and even over a year to buy a car. So this, people get tired of waiting. And they, they, you know, the, the power of that new car seizes them and they say, I can't wait any longer, I have to have one. And they wander in, and this is where you have to be careful when you wander in. And that's what Agent Lightning then wandered in to Schumacher Buick. Alonzo, one of the individuals, responded, uh, unfortunately, we don't currently have any hybrid vehicles in stock. We have only gas or electric options. Also, none of our brands offer hybrids at the moment. I didn't know that, that uh, Buick or Chevrolet. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that. Maybe, maybe Alonzo is wrong about that, but nevertheless, that's what he said. <laughs> Although, we do have a stunning H2 Hummer. I never thought of Hummers as being stunning. Uh, the size I mean, is stunning. Big. Only if they hit you. <laughs> they're huge. <laughs> and they're powerful. But I've never called them stunning. H2 Hummer in the showroom is not available for immediate sale. can only be ordered. Expressing my desire to explore the available options to take home that day, I suggest to Alonzo that we step outside and he can show me the various brands of seven-passenger SUVs. I followed him and ultimately decided on the Buick Enclave. That's when I knew it was a Buick dealership. <laughs> <laughs> in a sage metallic color. However, I noticed the car did not have a window sticker. Uh-oh. When I pointed this out, Alonzo seemed unsure why it was missing, but assured me that we could go back inside where we would put a new one for me uh, along with the price. It's amazing how casual dealers are. And I'll, I'll have to include us. I mean, the, the Maroni label is not recognized with the importance that it should be. And uh, oftentimes, it's just that, you know, they, they take it off when they detail the car and they forget to put it back on or they shove it in the glove compartment or it's on the floor. You have to look for it. It's an important document and, and it's, it's the law that it be displayed when the car is delivered. And I would say in virtually most cases, that law is not observed. Back at his desk, Alonso collected my information Printed a window sheet. The MSRP was $53,640. He got up and said that he would return shortly with a price sheet. After waiting about five minutes, sales manager approached me and introduced himself. Unfortunately, I didn't get your name. He suggested, before you discuss the price, I think it's important for you to take the vehicle for a test drive. We had a caller very early in the show today talking about the importance of the test drive. And here we actually have the sales manager suggesting that sell the test drive because it's very important to sell the car. You want the customer to smell it, love it, uh, have to have it. Buying cars is a very emotional thing, and the test drive is a key in selling. It's also one of the rare things that both sides should believe in. You as a buyer should not buy a car if you can possibly test drive it, and as I discussed earlier in the show, it's easier said than done now with the car shortage, but if you can, rent a car or find a car somewhere, it's the car you're going to be buying and drive it. It's very, very important before you make a decision. Um, Alonzo came back with the keys, led me outside, instructed me to wait 
while he brought the car around. As he parked it and I approached the driver's door, he informed me, this particular enclave is a demo model and has 5,400 miles on it. This was the first time I became aware that it was a demo. Now, most of you already know this, but demos aren't necessarily really demos. Demos are cars that have mileage on it, and demo is a shorthand inspection, uh, you know, expression. Uh, sometimes they are demonstrated by that very seriously. If this Buick Enclave had literally been demonstrated up to 5,400 miles, it was probably a salesman's driver, a manager's driver, uh, it was it might have been a service loaner, uh, for whatever happened, uh, it, it, it had miles on it. Alonzo assured me that it still had a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty, which is true. They will extend on cars that have the manufacturer's certificate of origin and have not been titled. Uh, the manufacturers will extend the warranty to allow for the mileage that's on the car you saw. Uh, Went for a brief test drive around North Lake Boulevard. That's North Palm Beach area in uh, Florida. And upon returning to the dealership, we found <laughs> the showroom doors were locked. Oh, my God. <laughs> Since they closed at 7 o'clock. Now, that tells you a little bit about how lucrative the car business is. Uh, uh, you know, not only is not a wolf pack trying to hound you and tackle you and put you into a car, but... They locked you out of the dealership when you're out on their test drive. That's sure sign that they're not real anxious to sell cars because they sell all they want at a very, very high price. A sales manager promptly came over, unlocked the doors, guided us back to Alonzo's desk. Alonzo excused himself briefly to retrieve a printout for me. When he returned, he handed me the sales worksheet and went over the numbers with me. The market value selling price, in quotes, was 48,000, which amounted to a discount of $5,640. They added a $39 private tag agency fee, uh, $379 in taxable fees, which are uh, not legitimate, uh, and a $995 service, we call it junk fee, dealer fee, whatever you want to call it. Out the door, I was at $52,431. So, while examining the price, I noticed that the worksheet indicated the Enclave had only 2,000 miles. <laughs> this contradicted the odometer reading, it was 5,400 miles. Ah, uh, carelessness. At that moment, um, I guess that Johan, the used car sales manager, approached us and explained that they had heavily discounted the vehicle due to the 2,000 miles. I pointed out, actually, it has 5,400 miles on it. Would it be possible to negotiate the price further? You know, what happens to these cars if you just like a little insider thing? Anything with gas on it and a car do in it and a car dealership is, pr is, is prone to be driven. Salespeople take them home. Anybody takes them home. People are looking for cars with gas in them and they drive them and miles get put on them. They call it a demo. But that makes it sound good, or maybe an executive car. That even sounds better. But it's a car that's been laying around for a while, and probably everybody's been driving the car. Um, Johan asked me to suggest a specific price, to which I replied, a few thousand more. <laughs> uh, he responded that they might be able to lower it by a few hundred more, but that would be the extent of the adjustment. 
I thanked him for his honesty and stated that I would need some time to consider it before getting back to him. He handed me the worksheet and asked if I had any additional questions. I said no, and I took my leave. So basically, there you have it. I'm looking at a copy of the standard worksheet, and uh, they do have the the non-taxable fees, the uh, uh, private tag agency fee. All these are junk fees. Uh, they just have different names for all of them. And uh, the out-the-door price was $52,431.94. That's a pretty big discount. <clears throat> I was okay. looking for uh, GM discounts on, on the Enclave. The only thing I saw was a $750 discount. Is that right? That's all? Um, but I'm also, uh, it, it, I'll tell you one thing, it's difficult to find information about uh, GMs. <laughs> it's not as easy, I'm telling you. First of all, I was trying to find out if there were any GM hybrids. And if you Google it, you'll see all sorts of results like, yeah, Ma Malibu hybrids. So then you go to uh, uh, Chevrolet's actual website, GM's website, and there are no hybrids listed. And I could be wrong, but well, I can say I couldn't find any hybrids for GM, which wow. is weird. And I was also having a hard time finding uh, rebates. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. They have the Bolt, the Chevy Bolt, which is kind of a hybrid, but it's a plug-in sort of hybrid, yeah. weird semi-electric vehicle. And um, and I think there's, um, I saw some stuff about future electric trucks, but um, I didn't see much about uh, um, anything else. Well, if um, anybody out there owns a GM hybrid, uh, let us know, text us and yeah. let us know. I, I thought GM had some hybrids. I thought everybody had hybrids. Yeah, I thought everybody, yeah. Maybe that's why they're not the number one manufacturer in the world. Well, we got a vote, so hopefully we have some voters out there. We'll go around and uh, we get the most votes on YouTube. I know we'll get a bunch there. You can text us the votes at 772-497-6530, 772-497-6530. Four nine seven six five three zero. These votes are important because we have to choose the list, the do by uh, the recommended list and the not recommended list. And we have this online at ourowncars.com. So when you want to go shopping for a car, you can check if you live in the area of some of our mystery shopping reports. You can find out people that are on one list or the other. You can also look at the people on the one list, recommended, find out if they have an A, B, C, or a D. If, if, if it's an F, we put them on the do not buy list. Positively, do not buy a vehicle from somebody on the do not buy list. We give them an F and they are really bad. And okay. we don't have a whole lot of Fs. Yeah. We have some, but we don't have a ton. Yeah. Um, well, Jonathan Wellington, says uh this dealership gets an f the lack of a monroney sticker is enough to add them to my do not buy from list moving that sticker to me is a clear sign of profit manipulation um that's true even if it's a demo they got to put that sticker back on there um mark says sounds like an average sale to me average sales experience c plus yeah. Yeah. i'm closer to mark's um assessment of this um you know mistakes were made it wasn't perfect but, the, but Agent Lightning went in there and got a uh, almost $5,000 discount off of, uh, well, take yeah, yeah, the fees, a $4,000 discount off of MSRP yeah, on a brand new car with a little bit of miles. It, it's, it sounds like a, sound like a pretty good deal to me. Uh, Rick? Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, my grade. Uh, I'm going to give him a B yep. plus. Not B plus, sorry, uh, a B. Okay. We've got Negan One says a big D. Ooh. Coming in hard today. Uh, Tom Steckel. <laughs> C minus. 
Taxable fees are bogus. They also omitted the legitimate title and tag fees on the worksheet. Hmm, that's a good note. I sense a there's a there's distance between us and our audience. <laughs> Johnny Z. Fraidley, C. Fair price, some dealer fees, but at least no add-ons. Tim Gilliland, C. Brian Sidlatko, it's a C for me. And for myself, uh, I'm actually going to go a little lighter. I'm, I'm going to say a B because I, I, I don't see anything anybody playing games here. They immediately put a discount for the mileage on it. They even offered a few hundred more discounted because of the discrepancy on the mileage. And I think it seemed like a pretty reasonable deal on that particular car. Um, That's what I expect to see um, like on a car with that many miles on it, on a, on a new demo. It, it seemed like a reasonable, even even in normal times, it seemed like you know what you would uh, see um, yeah. for a car with miles on it. They want to move it. Um, they'll get a credit for the sale, and um, they'll make a little, make some money and hold back, and and hopefully make some money in, in finance. That's their thinking. So, yeah, yeah. Well, <clears throat> I say there was uh, a few inaccuracies, and um, you know the dealer fee was pretty high. No Maroni sticker? Come on. And what about 5,400 miles versus 2,000? So for that, I give them a C-. minus. Right. Uh, I'm going to go with a C. I, I, Schumacher uh, is, most of his stores are, are pretty decent. Most of his stores are recommended. I don't think Schumacher, he's got probably got about a dozen stores in this area. Something like that, yeah. And uh, I think they're all on the recommended list. So uh, we know the dealer personally. He, he's a good guy. And uh, he's got too many stores, so he can't stay on top of them all. But that's that's true for all dealers that have multiple stores. But uh, it's, a, it's a legitimate place. They've got a lot of franchises. His father uh, was the original Buick dealer in the area, and, uh, and uh, this is second generation, and he's really expanded considerably. So I'll go with a C. There we go. Yeah, they always do pretty well. I don't think we've ever uh, flunked them. All right, so uh, it's okay. official. That's a C. Good dealer, bad dealer list. Check it out. Uh, Jonathan, how much time do we have left? Okay, Earl. Take it away. <laughs> well, the, the only thing I have to add is um, is the fact that our Tesla uh, has got another software update. And just re really quickly, I was going to, uh, Elon Musk, I guess because of the heat he's got on his autonomous full self-driving, he's, he's got done a disclosure now. Uh, this came up on the last software update. Full self-driving is not... In early limit is is in early limited access beta and must be used with additional caution. It may do the wrong thing at the worst time. I love that phrase. Now he tells me he writes. It may he wrote do, that personally. He does a lot of things personally <laughs> yeah, at this country right. at this company. It I may do the wrong thing at the worst time. So you must always keep your hands on the wheel and pay attention to the road. Do not become complacent. When self-driving is enabled, your vehicle will make lane changes uh, off-highway, select forks to follow your navigation route, navigate around other vehicles and objects, and make left and right turns. And I, I go back to, it may do the wrong thing at the, at the worst time. So 
I, I don't think he's going to be running that in full-page ads, but that is in the software I, I will tell you one disclosure. thing, though. That's my kind of disclosure. And it wasn't in the earlier software disclosures. Right. It's only come out hey, that's gonna, recently. You're, you'd remember that. Yes. And I'm saying that's that's a good disclosure. It's a plain language disclosure. It doesn't list them, death, injury, disfiguration, emotional trauma, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, listen, it's yeah. the worst thing that happened at the wrong time. So, yeah. you know, pay attention. <laughs> Nancy and I were making a left-hand turn going to Stewart, Florida, and uh, a car was behind us. It stopped the car suddenly with the car gaining on us rapidly. That was doing the wrong thing at the wrong time. Yeah. Absolutely. I warned you about that, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next time I'll call you when we get I, on the I'm, road. I did. I, I remember warning you. So I you said, can remind us twice. It's a little, I said, it's a little hanky. Be careful with the autopilot. <laughs> well, it, it just, you kind of have to bear in mind, though, this is an emerging technology in its infancy. Yes, yeah, and if some people got to die, some people got to die. It's going to yeah. take some time. Be aware, and be focused. Yeah, you have to be aware. You have to pay attention. You can't just totally trust it immediately. It's a baby. It's You've got to give it a chance to grow. I'm going to jump on now. Speaking of babies, I can't close the show without wishing Jackson. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, And Jackson. he is three years old. That is our great Grandson. Happy birthday, Jackson. Hey. Happy, happy birthday, Jackson. Happy birthday. And he listens to the show from time to time, and he carries around Earl's book. Okay. It's amazing. <laughs> it's just amazing. He says, Pop Pop. He calls me Pop Pop. Yeah, he, uh, oh. he, he, he doesn't know my name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, folks, um, you are a big part of the show. We definitely enjoy your company. Tuning in every Saturday morning. We thank you. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll be right back here next Saturday, same time, 8 a.m. Have a great weekend.